0: Hi, welcome to Lisa's life. This is Lisa. It has been a while. It's been a long while. Being busy is no excuse. I just haven't really known what to talk about. I know this podcast is about my life experiences to help me heal. However, as I've said before, I really want this to be about you as well. I want or I hope that something I talk about, one or some of my experiences, have something positively beneficial for all of you or even just one of you that will help you. Help you know that you're not alone, to know that you are strong, to give you support when you want to give up. I really do wanna know what you want me to talk about. However, the messages have been slow going and maybe that is because I've been absent. I really do want to hear from you. To do that, you can message me on Facebook, leave a comment Or even make a post. I have found that it is hard for many people to be vulnerable and have their name on Facebook publicly when it comes to mental health or any personal situation, which is why I find that private messages are usually what people prefer. If you want to send me a message and you would like the followers of Welcome to Lisa's Life podcast, to weigh in and give you suggestions or support, but you don't want your name out there, send me a private message and I can anonymously post it for you so that you can see the responses without having to be called out. So I'm willing to do that for you as well. Know that you're supported and please know that you are not alone. Life gets tough. Little, it can be something small, it could be something big. Regardless, if it is bothering you, That's important and you have to know that you're not alone and what you're going through, regardless of how small or how big is valid. So please reach out, send a message, comment, create a post, whatever you would like to do, you are not alone. Now, if you've not found me on Facebook, to find me on Facebook, you can type in Welcome to Lisa's Life Podcast and you can go from there like and follow if you are interested and interact. I would love to see interaction on the page because it's quite uh, pretty quiet except for usually my posts, but I would love to have you interact and I'd love to be able to interact with all of you. So without any further ado, let's jump into some things going on in my life and that are on my mind. First thing. I'm officially back in therapy and I am happy about that. My first session back was yesterday. There are still situations in my life that I am stuck in that I have not been able to push through and I really do need help figuring out why I can't let these things go. Why I still allow certain things and certain people to bother me so much when, some, when it's been years or whatever. I, I don't know why I can't let certain things go and I'm stuck in, a certain, in certain areas of my life. So I'm definitely back in therapy to help me with that. And then once I can figure out why I can't let certain things go or can't get past certain things, I can now be provided with the tools to help me do just that. Let them go. Get over them move forward and become a healthier happier version of myself. I'm doing well now but I'm not where I could be and I'm not where I want to be because I still have this baggage that I can't seem to just get rid of. And I don't want it anymore. And yes one of it is my ex relation not my ex my past relationship with my ex G. I don't want that in my life anymore. And for the most part, he's not in my life anymore. Well, he hasn't been, but the thoughts and the memories and such, they will always be there, but I don't want them to be a reigning factor in my life. And there are moments when it is three and a half years later, but that's what a narcissistic abusive relationship does is it's not a one and done. You don't just get over it. So I need help with that as well. And even though I'm about 70, 75% over that particular situation, there are other situations that I'm still struggling with and I don't want to struggle with them anymore. I'm worth more, the people around me are worth more, my future's worth more, and I do wanna be much healthier and much happier than I am now. So going back to therapy, for me, was the right thing to do. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the homework that my therapist is going to give me. I may not always like what she has to say or what I have to do. But guess what? That means I probably need it. So I just want to let you all know that that's the first step I've taken is I'm officially back in therapy. And I'm more than happy to discuss my sessions with you, my homework with you. If you have any questions about why exactly I went back to therapy, what situations that I really do want to work on and why, or why I still feel stuck regarding some things in my life, I am more than happy to discuss that. Just let me know if that's what you want. And as you know, I am a proponent of therapy, but I'm also going to stress like I believe I have done before is therapy in my mind can be very helpful. But I believe it's only helpful if you actually acknowledge that you have issues, that you have flaws, that you are not always the victim, that it's not always someone else's fault. I think that when you decide to get into therapy, you need to realize that you need to work on yourself and that can be really scary to do. But if you always go in and you're always the victim and it's, you never Take accountability and responsibility, it's always someone else's fault. Then you're not taking accountability and responsibility that sometimes it's you. And I hate to say that, and I'm not trying to be mean, rude, or condescending, but sometimes it is you. And if you don't acknowledge that, yeah, you've made some mistakes, you've been the center of some negative situations, that you've contributed to some not great things, whether it be at work, in your relationships, whether they're romantic relationships, your family relationships, your work relationships, whatever it may be, until you can honestly say, you know what? I do have some issues that I need to work on because if I work on me, things around me can get better too. And if I'm in a relationship or if it's a work thing, it can help. Is it gonna be an overnight success? No it's going to take time and it's going to take work. And I can tell you this, sometimes it's going to suck and you're going to want to stop. But that's the first thing I always, I really have to stress is if you're going to go into therapy, go in knowing or acknowledging that you have issues to work on, that it's not always everyone around you that's causing the problems and you're the victim, but sometimes you might be that problem because you have issues that you don't take responsibility for and that you won't deal with. And if you can do that and you can go in and be open and vulnerable and honest, I really do believe and open. You have to be open to what you're going to hear. And, you know, you have to be, you know, I I feel bad saying that but it's the truth so I definitely am a proponent of therapy but I want it to be a positive therapy and you can't always go in and you're always the victim and never at fault because that doesn't get anyone everywhere because every single person on this planet is flawed every single person on this planet has issues it's not always someone else sometimes it's us but that doesn't mean that what we've been through is our fault I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that we have issues within ourselves that could cause conflict or unhappiness in our lives that we need to fix as well. I hope that made sense. If it didn't, I really apologize because I am a proponent of therapy and I want everybody to be able to be helped and be happy and be healthier. But I'm saying this mainly because of my ex, G. As you know, if you've listened to podcasts before, he is a narcissist. I'm still healing from narcissistic abuse and it sucks. But he did tell me that he went into therapy with his ex-wife and she would get mad because the therapist would, would tell them that it was all her and not him. Basically, he was the victim and she was the bad one that he didn't ever do anything negative it was her so that's what I'm talking about is that's not the case at all he was never solely the victim that he never did anything wrong and he was the good guy that I can tell you from experience ain't the truth so that's what I'm saying is there's people like that that will go in and I'll be honest my ex-husband my ex-husband was like that too And he basically said the same thing about his ex-wife, but it's just so frustrating. So I want you to be truly helped, which means you have to be willing to acknowledge that you have some flaws or some issues that you need to work on to make yourself healthy and happy. Because if you're healthy and happy, that's a huge part of the battle and things around you can change. Will it be overnight? It won't be. So that probably sounded really mean and I'm sorry. I didn't mean it to sound mean, but it's the truth. But on that note, I'm also going to say you have to find the right therapist. You need to find a therapist who's going to be, to really is really going to help you and not just be there to take your money because some of them are doing that as well. You need to find a therapist that's really, truly willing to help work with you and your issues that you have. And you need to find a therapist that when you're feeding them, feeding them a bunch of BS or lies, they can see through it and they call you on it. That sucks, I know, but I'm just saying, it's important. Now that I'm off that rant, sorry, my next big news is I'm going to be an empty nester. Not fully. My youngest son is temporarily moving out. So that is something I haven't fully allowed myself to feel yet. But that is happening, and I believe it's happening over the next weekend, I believe. So I haven't let myself fully deal with it yet, and I know it's only temporary, but it's still going to be weird, it's going to be sad, because I don't have either of my kids with me now, and if I had my way, I would have a nice house or a big house where both my kids lived, my daughter-in-law, my granddaughter, and the grand dogs. That's what I would have is I would have my family, my children, my do- grand dogs, everybody with me in a house and we would just live as a family in a large enough house to where we didn't get it, get on each other's nerves all the time with enough room. But yeah, so that's happening is that I'm going to be a semi-empty nester and I'm not sure how I'm going to deal with that yet, but I will let you know because it hasn't happened yet. I haven't fully experienced it yet, but that is on the very close horizon. And with that, it will be the very first time that I actually live by myself because I lived with my family and then at 18 I had my first child. So I've been with living with someone my entire life. So this will be my first time literally living by myself. So part of me is sad, And part of me is kind of excited because I've never had this experience. So we'll see. I'll keep you updated on how that goes because I'm not sure yet how it's all going to play out. I might be perfectly fine. And I might be perfectly fine because I know it's only temporary. I don't know yet. I'll keep you updated. But so those are a couple things that I wanted to share with you is that I'm back in therapy. I'm going to be an empty nester, kind of, sort of. Those are the big things that uh, I want to talk about or share with you. Not really talk about, but share with you this go around. Also, I am going to be posting on Facebook this picture of what to do when life gets tough. And I would love your thoughts and opinions on what the suggestions are. I would also love to hear on if you follow this, if you do this, or if you have other suggestions on what to do or what you do that works when life gets tough. So real quickly, I'm just going to go over them and I'm going to just mention a couple things as I go through them because I am really trying going forward to respect your time and not go over more than 30, 40 minutes is my goal. So here we go. What to do when life gets tough. One, allow yourself to feel bad. My answer to that is, I think I do. Sometimes I think I let myself feel bad a little too long and I have to stop and, and kind of kick myself out of it. But I do think that I, and I don't know if it's feeling bad, I think I let myself sit in the moment of what's, go, what's tough And my mind works all the time. It's constantly running. So when I'm feeling bad, I'm also trying to think about what I can do to fix that situation, if that makes any sense. So, kind of, of, yeah, I think I kind of, I fall into that category. Number two, refuse to be a victim. I'm not a victim. There are many times when It has been really crappy and I will be honest, things have been done or said to me that were not okay, but I'm not a victim. I'm going to get up and I'm going to fight because I don't ever want to be a victim. I don't want to play the victim. And I think we get confused about when we feel, when we're hurt and we feel hurt and we start to feel sorry for ourselves. I think people say, that we play the victim. Then I don't necessarily agree that feeling sorry for yourself for a brief amount of time or feeling hurt makes you a victim. I think if you live there, I think if you're constantly feeling sorry for yourself, then you can be seen as a victim. And at times it can be hard, but I think that's why we need people to talk to, to work it out so that we don't stay in that ugly space but it's hard. It can be very hard, but I'm not a victim. I don't play the victim. If you ever see me truly play a victim, smack me out of it because I'm not a victim. I might be having a bad moment. I might be feeling very hurt at that moment and I might even be feeling sorry for myself for a brief moment, but I'm not a victim because honestly, even though there's a lot of crap that has been going on and that I've been subjected to, I'm greatly blessed. And I, I really do tend to forget how blessed I am and I'm blessed, so I'm not a victim. Hope that made sense. All right. Number three, be generous to yourself. I'm not really sure what this means. I don't. That's why I'm not a therapist because I really don't know what that means. Be generous to yourself. Does that mean give yourself time to lounge? Does it mean go ahead and treat yourself to a new pair of shoes? A bowl of ice cream. What does that mean? What does, what do you think that means? Or what does that mean to you? Because I can't say that I'm generous to myself because I don't really know what that means in this context. So I can't really answer that question because I really don't know. If I don't know what it means, how can I answer it? Especially answer it appropriately. Number four, don't compare yourself to others. I am a hundred percent guilty of this. I think it's very difficult to not compare yourself to others, whether you're a male or you're a female, whether you are a work from home or you're going to school. I think it can be very difficult not to compare yourself to others. others' successes is usually what it is. It's you're not usually comparing yourself to someone else's failures. It's usually either to their successes or to their looks, to what they have. And I think it's really hard not to do that because we strive for so much. As far as comparing ourselves, I am definitely guilty of that because I feel I work so hard for things and I feel I fought so hard for things yet. Nothing pans out the way that I want them to or in the time frame I do. And then I look at other people and I'm like, wait a minute, but oh, I can't get into it. Otherwise, I'm just going to get upset. And this is not worth getting upset for. Not on the podcast. You deserve better than that for me. But I will admit this is one of the things that I'm going to be working on very heavily in therapy. Because I don't want to compare myself to anyone else anymore. I don't want to compare their life to mine, their looks to mine, their financial status to mine. Anything because what I have, God gave me, and I am blessed. And I need to learn to continue to know that and to feel that and to believe that. And I will tell you, I struggle with comparison on a daily basis. I can't say daily because sometimes I'm like, I'm totally fine, but I do deal with it a lot. It's definitely something that holds me back, and I don't like that it holds me back. I don't like that part of myself, that I compare myself to others. I don't like that part of myself and I need to figure out how to let that go. But I struggle with how to let that go. And I know some of you are probably like, it's so easy. Just don't care. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe it is that easy for someone else. It's not that easy for me. And maybe it goes to many things in my past that I can point out. But I need to learn how to let that go and how not to let that affect me anymore. That's another reason why I'm in therapy. I really need help with that because I cannot do it on my own. All right, let's move forward. Number five, remember that great things take time and they do. I really believe that great things take time and sometimes I think good things are happening even in our difficult times, but we're so wrapped up in our difficult time that we can't see that something good might come from it. I know that there's many times when I'm going through something difficult, I can't see that. I can't see past the difficulty that I'm, I'm in, that I'm struggling with. So I can't see what possible good could be in this situation. So I do struggle with that. I've gotten better. I'm going to be very honest. I've definitely gotten better. So I am able in some situations to take a step back and be like, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. It seems really bad now. Is it as bad as I think it is? And what could this mean for my future? I do not do that every time I'm in a a difficult situation. I am that not that perfect and not that good and not that calm, but I have learned to do it more often than I used to, to be able to look outside of it. All right. Let's be moving forward to number six, which is be kind to yourself. I don't know that I'm always kind to myself, to be very honest with you. I beat myself up a lot, so maybe I need to focus more on that. I don't know. Number seven, forget what people think about you. I think that kind of ties into number four. Sometimes it gets really hard to forget and not care what someone else thinks of you. And that sucks. That really sucks because honestly, they shouldn't matter. Their words shouldn't matter. It should be what you believe in yourself and what the good Lord thinks of you. But I believe that number uh, seven, forget what people think about you. And number four, don't compare yourself to others. I think they're both very difficult. At least for me, they're difficult. They really are. Again, I'm in therapy, so hopefully, hopefully, they will. Uh, I'll get better with that over time in my therapy. Because these things I'm really really buckling in because I've struggled with them for so long, but I've never been really willing to totally work on them. Now I am because I don't like the space that I'm in because it's holding me back from being truly healthy and truly happy and that's what I want. So to do that, I really do have to confront some of these things that I didn't want to confront before and really figure out how to work through them and and fix it to the best of my ability. All right. Number eight, do work out. I'm not a consistent workout person. Sorry, I'm not. I do get up throughout the day and, you know, do little moves, you know, jumping jacks here and there. And sometimes I do throw myself my own private dance party to where I'll put on ABBA or, or something like that. Britney Spears. I don't know someone and I'll dance around my apartment when I'm by myself. So that gets me some workout, gets me some cardio. So that helps. But do I do it consistently? I don't. Maybe I do need to work out more often and maybe I will see some sort of difference. I don't know. I can't say if it works or it doesn't work. It's supposed to, it's supposed to relieve endorphins. I still don't think working out solves all your problems. But I think maybe it could help a little bit, if anything, and it helps us stay in shape or helps our heart. So maybe I need to work out more. Do you work out? And if you do, does it solve the life gets tough issue? I'd like to know. And last but not least, number nine, remember you're stronger than you think. That is so true. And that's something that I want to go back to. You are stronger than you think. Even when you feel the weakest, when life has piled so much up on you and you feel like you can't go on, I know that feeling. I know it very, very well. And sometimes it's moving an inch physically or in your mind to keep going because you are strong. Even though people might tell you you're not or you might not feel like you are, when it seems like everything is crashing around you when you can't control anything. So you feel weak. You're not, you really aren't, but that is when you need support. You need a lot of support to not give up on yourself because you're worth it. You are worth so much. You are valued. You are needed. You are wanted. You really, really are. And sometimes it's so hard to see that or believe it, but it's true. The world would not be as wonderful if you weren't here with us. It's just difficult sometimes. But please remember you are stronger than you think. You are stronger than you feel mentally. Because sometimes you just feel like you can't go on anymore. The, the thoughts in your head are just too loud. That's when please reach out and talk to someone that you trust. Get that support because you are worthy and deserving of that support. That's really all I have to talk about today. I went off on tangents and I got a little bit crazy, not really crazy, but about why people should go into therapy and all that stuff. So if I offended you, I do apologize. That was not what was intended. But thank you for listening to that because you're worth it. You're worth going to therapy. You're worth being healthy and happy. You are worth so much. So I hope that it came across with the well intentions that I truly meant it for. If you have any questions or you want to scold me for what I have said, please message me. I'd love to have that, that dialogue with you. And I appreciate you being here and taking time to listen to this. And as I sign off, I really do want to tell you how much I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you allowing me to have this platform to talk about the issues in my life, the struggles in my life, the good things in my life that I have somewhere I can go to talk. And I thank you for that. I truly appreciate you allowing me this platform and listening to me. And I want you to know that you are not alone. You are not alone. You are worthy. You are special. You are important you are loved, you are valued, you are needed. Please know that. And if you are struggling, please, please know that you are worthy. You are worthy of reaching out and getting support. Reach out to that person or persons or doctor, whoever it may be that you can trust that will give you that ear and be there to support you and even guide you possibly to the next best step to help you get better and to find that happiness. So please know you are so worthy and you are not alone. And thank you so much for allowing me to go on this journey with you. And thank you for being on this journey with me. Take care and I will talk to you soon.